patience. It's a fruit of the Spirit, but it's so difficult to come by or have it or hold. I know it is for me. I, I'm just not that patient. In fact, the joke growing up was, was always, don't pray for patience unless you're prepared to wait. But there are huge benefits to growing in our ability to be more patient, not just with others, but with God and with ourselves. We'll talk about why each of these is so important today on the Life School Podcast. This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 208. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath. I got a little green beer spilled on your shirt there from... Uh... The old uh, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take the dive. Have you ever had green beer? Uh, I have not had green beer, but I remember growing up in my... my aunt used to make us green eggs every every <laughs> so here's my green beer story okay. t and i are in krakow poland okay and we're there on saint patty's day one night and we're, we find we stumble into this really old polish but really kind of weird quirky pub and the guy the barkeep is just nuts and he keeps he finds out we're you know originally from chicago but we were living in new york at the time he's like trying to do gangster voices i'm from, <laughs> I'm from new york he's like it's horrible it's like a thick sure. polish accent and so we was like hey it's saint patty's day and he, he gives us these crazy hats and horn blowers and all we're like where's the green beer he's like the guy's late so we wait and we wait and we wait because we're like this is our shot we've never had green beer we're, we're here we're doing the whole thing we don't <laughs> have to drive late. anywhere you know we're walking back to our you know place and um finally the green beer comes they get it out they tap it we wait we get our green beers it was so sweet and horrible i don't know what they green oh, really? like they melt it tasted like they had melted green suckers lollipops into it i don't oh, so know it wasn't food coloring it was like legit. well I, I think it was but that's my green oh. that's my green beer story it wasn't <laughs> that's amazing. very good and when i will say this though the best saint patty's day that i ever had was when we were living in new york really it was they have a huge parade it is a freak show. Okay. It goes on and on and on, and people dress up. I mean, they just spend like thousands of dollars, man. I'm not really. Even, they, people go nuts for St. Patty's. It's super fun. If you, ever, if you ever have a chance <laughs> to to see the St. Patty's Day Parade in New York, and then hang out and go into one of the ten thousand Irish pubs or something that night, yeah, it's do it. It's yeah, it's worth it, man. Honoring St. Patrick, right? <laughs> the following year, I was in Chicago for St. Patty's. That's crazy. Okay, so. Um, what we're talking about today with patience, it's a hard transition, right? From Yeah, just say, okay, beer. okay, so back to back to being patient. <laughs> yeah, back to being patient, right? Uh, this was a topic that you actually suggested a while back, and we're actually just getting around to it. But I'm excited to see where this conversation goes, because one of the things that you suggested was the importance of growing in spiritual patience, not just in being patient with others, but in how it relates to ourselves and actually how it relates to God. Do you want to explain a little bit more of what you were thinking when you texted me this? Yeah, and by the way, I just want to say that was a killer transition because I had to be patient, Tina, and I wait for that green beer. <laughs> That's right. Okay, there I you got, go. I got this all. <laughs> no, the reason, yeah, as we were talking about like doing an episode on patience and why, yeah, why I wanted to call it like spiritual patience, kind of term, you know, coin that term there, is um, because I, I think I think our, our three greatest relational connections are with God and with others, and actually to ourself. Okay. Okay. And and I ultimately I want to talk about them in reverse order. Okay. But let, so to kind of get to why it's spiritual patience and all, let me start by defining what impatience is. Oh, good. Okay. I, I mean, I think yeah, 
maybe it's not necessary, but I'm going to do it. According to dictionary.com, impatience means a lack of patience. Duh. <laughs> there it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. See you next, See you next week, week on the life. No, it, it actually says that though. Impatience means a lack of patience and restlessness. And here's where it starts to get good. An intolerance of anything that thwarts, delays, or hinders. Ooh, that's, that's starting to convict. Yeah. An intolerance of thwarts, delays, or hinders. Who? Uh, me? You know? Yeah, exactly. Right? Now, we start thinking about sovereignty and whose world it is. And like, do you like, do you want to just develop patience? Like, what does that mean? Like, stop it. Try harder. Slow down. Don't speak for X amount of time before you blow up on somebody. It's like, but spiritual patience would say, wait a minute, is there a gospel connection to all this? Hmm. Like, is there some deeper truth, the thing behind the thing that we can get there? Yeah. So back to our definition of impatience. An impatient person is someone who has a hard time waiting for others. Hmm. So that's still all about me. Yep. Or does so with real great reluctance. You know, you just, you you know, we've yeah. been that way. We've all been it. We're all guilty, but we also see it in others. And it never is like, I want to be more like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. An impatient person feels anxious or upset when things do not go according to their hope for plan. And mm-hmm. an impatient person usually feels a great sense of urgency to sort of get things over with and to move on to the next thing, the next task, the next place or whatever they're doing. Yeah. So he or she usually has a low regard or interest in what's going on now in this moment because they're already thinking about what they have to do next or what they want you to do next or what you should get to next. So if you, if you notice there, what's the common thing there is it's a pretty big me focus connected to impatience. Wow, man. You Even as you're talking, I'm thinking about how many times I've uh, addressed or I've, I've cloaked this heart issue with something else like oh, i'm just a planner it's like well maybe something deeper is going on well, maybe we it's agreed like, to it's like yeah it's a me focus man yeah if <laughs> yeah. i'm not if no one's in control then i gotta step up right and it's like yeah maybe we're hitting on some patience issues it doesn't seem like we're doing a really good job yielding the fruits of the spirit in galatians 5 when we're so me focused right <laughs> not so much but it's not just the fruit of patience here either it, it seems like yeah let's let's take a look at that good call galatians 5 uh, you're referring to verse 22 it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience mm-hmm. sometimes the word is forbearance is used kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control now a couple things here none of that's me focused <laughs> Okay. Yep. It's all outward. And it's it doesn't say fruits. It's like it's a collective. The fruit of the spirit. It's like this is what the spirit's like. Hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Um, let's just look at let's just look at some of those. Okay. Like if if you love uh, someone, sure. like truly love someone, are you impatient with them? Are you tapping your toe? Are you trying to force them into your mold, agenda, no. whatever? No. Um if you are at peace like if you really believe God is great so I don't have to be in control, then you can have peace and you can you can be gentle with other people. You, you yeah. see what I'm saying? So just looking at all of it, even though patience or forbearance, depending on your translation, is in that list, that whole thing is all about the heart and about an outward focus. Yeah. An outward for focus. Now, it's easy to say, well, I, I need to work harder at that. But, but if you have the Holy Spirit, if you're in Christ, then you are united with the Trinity, right? Yep. So it's like, as I am in you and you are in me, now you are one. We are one, and, and he's one with the Father and the Spirit. We're, we're united with this. This is now true of us. Are we yielding to it? Do we believe it's true of us? Or, and this is back to why I call it spiritual patience, patience is do we actually think we're God and yeah. everything should fall in line with us? 
most of the time i think that's what's actually going on that might be the big <laughs> thing behind the thing right yeah so. i've never seen it as the fruit of the spirit as a, a singular fruit like you just unpacked that's kind of, that's really helpful yeah and, and some some might take me to task on that but like I, it helps me to see it i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna work really hard at this but listen if i'm loving then i'm gonna be full of joy and i'm yeah. gonna have if i truly love someone and i realize I, i'm not god i suck at being god but there is god <laughs> and he's great and he's good and all then then I'll have the joy and I'll have patience for them and I'll be faithful to let God do what he's doing in their life for their sake. And so it, it does kind of all come together in this beautiful picture of what God is like. And it says it's now true of us. That's, that's the spirit's fruit. Well, let's dive in a little bit deeper here too. Like as we, as we begin to dig, how would you connect what you're saying right now to uh, this concept of having spiritual patience with others? Yeah, not so just we'll like being more in patient yeah. in general, okay. right? Yeah, not right. It's not just trying to, hey, try to be a little more patient, but like, let's look at it from a with others standpoint. Yeah, I think there's a there's a gospel focus here, and when we say discipleship is having you know helping people move from unbelief to belief yep. and glorifying God. Okay, so these are the fruits of Him, the Spirit. So what are people seeing and believing about what God is like when we're anxious or pushy or self focused? That's good, man. Okay? Yeah. So that's just first off. Like, our, our role in life, we get to bear the image of God and help people move from unbelief of what's true of him and true of them to belief. So what are they seeing when we're acting all crazy like that and we're we're completely me-focused? Yeah, are they going to think that's what God's like or yeah. that's what Christians are like or, you know? Or you probably just reaffirm, like, some of the past thoughts they already had about God. Yeah. Negative thoughts. Well, yeah. that's we hear it all the time. Like, I would never be a Christian because all Christians are hypocrites. Yeah. Kind of true. Yeah. Kind of true. Because we're looking at these fruits of the Spirit, and, and you can read further on in Galatians 5, it says what, what the fruit of the flesh looks like. So when you when you think you're God, yep. <laughs> and you want to live according to everybody living here. Now, one of the four Gs, we've talked on the four Gs before. Yep. Maybe you can give us a little reminder of what episode number that is. Yeah, we actually did talk about that back on episode number 131, uh, and the title of that was What Causes Sin and How to Stop mm-hmm. It. And so. we go through all the four Gs, but the first one is God is... Or it's not the first one. There's really no order to them, but it's the third one. God is good, so I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction. Hmm. So when I'm not being patient with people, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to manage my world, and I'm not believing God's good. I'm, I'd be gooder right now because I would get this done, and this would happen, and this would happen quicker, and I wouldn't be waiting for the raise at work, or my wife would be quicker to do this, or my kids would not, you know. Yeah, so you're a better God. I'm a better God. <laughs> yep. Really, I mean, that's that's part of what came to mind when I'm thinking, well, I'm not being patient with people. I'm not believing God's good. Actually, I'm gooder. And mm-hmm. and I could find better satisfaction if I rule the world. And maybe maybe the, the first of the four Gs, God is great. You know, we say God is great, so yep. I don't have to be in control. I'm not believing he's great, so I'm going to control everything. Because yeah. the world will run a little better if, if I, I ran it. If I did And it, if yeah. everybody just got in line with what I wanted. You know, I've said it before on the show. I find in my own life, Keith, I only get upset or kind of ticked or whatever, when things aren't going exactly the way I want. Yeah. But when they're going exactly the way I want, I'm in a pretty good mood. I'm pretty pretty nice guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the importance of being patient with ourselves now, right? I know at times I'm probably the least patient and hardest on myself. You've seen that in me as well, and others have called that out on me. So, so speak a little bit to my heart here, maybe, selfishly. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It's true, and it's not just you, Heath, but I think, you know, depending on who we are and some of our upbringing and some of our unbelief that's still there, yep. we can be absolutely hardest on ourselves. Now, oddly enough, that, that, that comes out sometimes in not being patient with others. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but really, because we're upset with ourselves. So seemingly contrary to the me focus of being impatient with others, 
not being patient with myself is actually the same problem just redirected at me. Hmm. Again, it's all about me. Like, why aren't I changing? Why can't I do this? Why aren't I taller, thinner, smarter, and more handsome, more patient, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just the me focus, but redirected back at me. So it's still all about me. And if we think very highly of ourselves, and by the way, we all do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then we are always striving for more for what's next, striving to get everything and everyone to go along with my self sovereignty and self improvement plans for my life. Hmm. And then I don't want to point out any of that, (laughs) Right, because I'm already beating myself enough. But if, and if they do, I'll go like, "Well, who are you to judge?" You know, right? yeah, so, exactly. But even though we think highly of ourselves, we are also often secretly very disappointed with ourselves. Yeah. We think we need to prove ourselves, earn everything that we want, and earn everything and everyone else's approval, including God's. Yeah. And I need to get busy fixing myself and creating my perfect life now. And we feel that we have to get somewhere next and get to or achieve the next thing in life. And then, okay, then when that happens, when I finally get there, make that much money or this happens or I lose the next 10 pounds or, you know, whatever, we'll be happy. I'll be happy. And then I'll consider myself good enough or lovable enough or valuable or et cetera. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm always in a hurry to get to the next, whatever, the next me. Yeah. And what I'm finding out in life is that once you get to that thing, there's a, it's just a downward spiral because there's always the next thing, right? You lose the 10 pounds, like, well, now if I can only do this. It's just a never, unless you find your comfort in what God says about you, you'll never find it. Unhappiness and impatience with myself is then projected as impatience with others and with God as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because it can't be me, really. Yeah. (laughs) But it is. And so you see how this... It's a toxic cycle. Oh, man, it sure is. It sure is, man. Yeah, I, I do notice that a lot in my life. And even as you're talking, I'm thinking... You know, some of the things that my wife will call me out on, or even my kids are now starting to see, is um, is my lack of patience towards them is a frustration, an internal frustration with myself. Or the approval thing, right? We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, I got I to gotta figure out how to get God's approval constantly, and so... Or you're really trying to prove yourself to Heath. Yeah. Right? Much of us not believing that God is gracious... It's another one of the four G's. So I'm is is, is that we, we try to prove ourselves to my to ourselves to others and to God, but you know the good news of the gospel reminds us that God is gracious. We already have His full love. I was just say to you, brother, yep. you have His full love. You don't need to do another thing, earn another dollar, drop another pound, sure. shine the shoes better. You know nothing to earn His full love and generosity and care and protection acceptance. You have it. God is patient and kind with us and we can trust him in our life and with everything that he's doing to conform us into the image of his son in his own time. Yeah. What is that, man? When I think you're talking, I think about something. Do you believe that or is God just tapping his foot waiting for, you know, Caesar to get his beep together? No, I I desire to believe that. And, and it is a retraining of my mind and my heart because I, it's like Adam and Eve. We've talked about this cigars and theology. It was like, I don't even believe that God was withholding. Like you're not good. You're you're holding something from me. It's knowledge. It's this or that. And I, I feel the I, same I way. I would be gooder. I could manage the knowledge. Yeah. Good and evil better. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, so like, here we go. First bite. Yeah. I, I It'll find myself. Kill you. Like, oh, it does. You'll surely die. You know. Oh. So how does this how does this translate into us having patience with God? Like I know this is connected. Uh, I know that our frustration with ourselves often expound to other people. Uh, why don't we have patience with God? What, how do we remedy that? 
Well, like I said, and I'm not by nature or my past history a very patient person. I just have to say that because like my family's listening. Me neither. (laughs) Um, And and where this is grossest in my life is with my impatience with God. And I'll Mm -hmm. tell you what it looks like is no patience in prayer. Here's my to-do list, and I'd like all of that now. Hmm. Okay? Think about Abram and Sarai, right? Yeah. You know, Abram and Sarai, God promises a baby, and in fact, a whole nation, like crazy offspring, and they're waiting, and they're waiting, and waiting, and it's like God's watching their faithfulness and watching their trust, and they're like, I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, Abram, uh, you'll just sleep with my slave girl, and we'll have a baby that way. Yep. And, you know, the birth of of Islam, it was, you know. So um, here's here's another gross way it comes out. No patience in what God is doing in the lives of others that I'm discipling or parenting or training. And this is a double whammy uh, on God and his people, really, that one. But I'm not like, uh, you know, God, I'm doing all the right stuff here. Why are these people just not getting it? Hmm. Or like, you know how many times I've sat down and explained that so gently, so patiently to my son or my daughter, and they're still the same way, or my wife. And, and really, I'm, I'm, what I'm exhibiting is I'm not patient with God and his sovereignty over their lives. Like, we think, I can change them. I can't change myself. I'm yeah. not patient with me. What, you know. Oh, man, this re- is so convicting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <bro. laughs> Here's another one. I'm not patient with God's revelation of himself and what he's really doing in my life. Like, what exactly are the plans you have for me, Lord? I'm not patient uh, with that. Yeah. So, so what, I'm, what I'm content to do is sort of cloudy, sort of murky, have super high expectations and goals, and then kind of be ticked that God's not somehow stepping up and they're happening. Well, I think we see this a lot, too, in, in the way the church evangelizes, right? It's like, no, we have a goal. We got to get people saved. We got to do this rather than like actually walking and getting to know people. Who's we have God agendas. Here? Who is yeah. God, right? Yeah. And I, and I think this impatience with God stems ultimately from believing a lie that God's not that good. Hmm. He, he's pretty good. But like you were saying, you know, back to Adam and Eve, right? But we kind of know better. Yeah. I do a lot of this stuff quicker, sooner, better, God. Yeah. I mean, you're good, but I'd be gooder. But, yeah. but the truth is, that God only does what is good and right and perfect. And being patient with God starts with believing that. Hmm. God, I don't understand your timing, but you only do what's good. So now my expectation flips to, I can wait to yeah. see what you're concocting and what you're doing in my heart. You know, And I think about people who, they're not patient with God for a spouse. Yep. You know, And they're like, do you believe that God loves you and he's good? And he's preparing you and your heart and whoever that spouse is, if he hasn't for you, so that when you come together in this marriage that's primarily for his glory and not yours, you will. Hmm. Like, can we be patient with God? And that's the thing behind the thing. Do we really believe that God is good? And he is. I just want to affirm that and remind everyone listening and you and me, he is good and I can trust him. So I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction and try to like manufacture it and force it and all that. And I can be patient with God. That's great, dude. How, how much of this patience, like with God, with ourselves and with others, how much of it is that like the tripod analogy? Do we have to master the art of being patient with God and ourselves before we're able to be patient with one another or vice versa? How does well, that work? I kind of went in reverse for that reason. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that, that God can work on our patience because yep. it's his fruit of the spirit. It's his spirit in us. Yep. And we can, we can manifest and, and be more patient and, and, and gift patience with others and with ourselves. But I don't think really, if we don't believe God is good, I don't, we don't think he's great, right. we don't trust him, then, then I think that we have to be God. Hmm. 
and then I'm a bad God. I suck <laughs> at Terrible being God. Yeah. So then back to I'm going to be impatient with myself, and that always leaks out on everybody else. Yeah. So it kind of does kind of flow up the hill. If you're not impatient with others, it's a good chance it's because you, you're not impatient with yourself. Hmm. And if you're not patient with yourself, it's because you're trying to be your own God, and you don't believe God is good. And he's great and gracious yeah. in your life. So kind of, you talk about a three-legged stool there or like a tripod. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of all three. But clearly the strongest one is, do you believe the gospel? Do you believe what's true about God and what he says is true of you? That's well, the root of it. And before we, we started recording here, you actually told me about this exercise that you had. Like it was a 15-minute exercise that helps uncover your impatience. Would yeah. you mind sharing that? Yeah, it won't take 15 minutes to explain it, but it might take 15 yeah, to minutes do it to do it. Yeah, let me just go through it real quick. And, and we'll add this to the upcoming download of the big three for people who download the big three yep. every week. But um, I'm going to, I'll add it to it. So, Great. you know, but if you want to grab a piece of paper uh, or fire up your laptop or your notes app or whatever, you can write these down. There's, there's five steps to this. Okay. First one, think about recent times when you acted with impatience with others, with yourself or with God. Okay. And then write those down as soon as they come to mind. Like don't overanalyze it yet. <laughs> Just write. So think about once, what have I been impatient with, with others, with myself, with, with God? Just write down, spend like, you know, give yourself like a two, three minute, you know, timeline or whatever. Okay. Second, then ask yourself for each of those, why am I so impatient? What is producing this in my heart? Hmm. Maybe look at those four G's again. Go, go look up that episode and learn those. Write down everything comes to mind. Like, what am I being impatient about? Why? What's producing it in my heart? What am I not believing? Okay. okay? Then go a little further and deeper into your answers by asking a second time, with whatever you just wrote, go, why? What am I not believing to be true about God in this? Hmm. And, and what am I believing that may not be true about this person or myself? Like, so you're looking for belief things here. Yeah, so first just go, why am I so impatient? You know, what's producing this? And then question your answers yep. with what am I not believing? It might be true about this person or myself or God. Hmm. The fourth step is keep repeating step three until you get to the <laughs> thing behind the thing, the real issue. Yeah. And you got to be honest with yourself. So if this is serious, you will. Yep. Um, now, it's, uh, it's time to repent, which means to change your mind about what is true and accept that God already knew all of this, okay? Yep. He's fully forgiven you already. And you now ask the Spirit to remind you of these truths next time you're in the same situation or you face those same issues. You know what's been good for me, too, is like, is to, like with my spouse, Kathleen, she'll oftentimes she'll affirm the ways that she sees growth, too. That's a good like barometer of like, hey, I am growing. This isn't just me figuring this out on myself. But when you see that in somebody else and go, hey, I just want to let you know, man. Beautiful. Over the last year or so, I've just really noticed the way you respond to people's. You're you're, you're growing in grace, and there's some patience there. And that, if you could connect the gospel to it, like you oh. really have moved from this belief to this now, and and that that shift is really yep. it's evident. Yeah. Beautiful. Love that. Beautiful. Okay, so we're gonna give that um, away as part of like an ad- addition to the big three for yep. this week. And yep. the big three, if you're new to the show, if you've been busy and you can't write down the top three takeaways we want you to leave with, we'll give you the free download by going to one two three lifeschool.com forward slash big three and you'll get a beautiful printout. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Big three. First, the root of impatience stems from a love of self and being me focused. Mm. Right. Don't miss this. Don't miss these three things. Regularly reading through the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 will help you to remind you of what's already true of you in Christ. Mm. Because you have the Spirit dwelling in you. His fruit is your fruit. Remember, God is good, so you don't have to look elsewhere for your satisfaction. Rehearse yeah. those Rehearse those, those fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5. Amen. Second, God knows you completely. He knows all your fears, your hopes, your experiences. 
and he's always patient with you. He knows where you strive and where you stress out and he loves you just the same. He's at work all the time and he's able to perfectly handle everything and everyone in your life without mm. your help. <laughs> really? Yeah, he can do it all. He really can. Yeah. But, but and this is a huge one, God desires relationship with you above you achieving perfect performance or perfect patience. So mm. the pressure's off. Wow. I mean, just back that up and hear that one again. It's <laughs> so good. Okay. And then the third one, this is where we get real practical. Find 15 minutes today to go through that exercise that we just outlined to help uncover your impatience and the false beliefs connected to each. And I, and I just want to say, too, it's also a good idea to share your results with another loved one. I know you got to yep. be a little vulnerable here, uh, like a spouse or close friend, sibling that you can trust. I expect yours in writing, yeah. triplicate. <laughs> you know. um, Sealed. And then review what you learn, you know, making it a part of your regular devotional time. I'd say for like, try it for 30 days or something like that mm-hmm. as you move from unbelief to belief in these matters. There's, there's, there's something real, yep. you know, about looking at that, rehearsing that, and then speaking what's really, in fact, true. Yep. And, and and I think God will honor that. Okay, so we're again, we're going to give you the big three by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. And we're also going to give you that, uh, that exercise of how to uncover your impatience. That'll be included as well. Lots of freebies this week. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about calling. Right? What is it? How do we find it? Can we lose it? Is it biblical? Is it singular? Is it for group? There's a lot of questions. And this actually came from some suggestions from uh, listeners in the Life School podcast. So... Yep. If you're not part of that group, go to Facebook in the top search Life School podcast. Caesar and I will approve you and you can be join patient. the family. You know, you'll hit, yeah, you'll be patient. hit the join group button. Be patient. Give us, you know, a few minutes or an hour, whatever, until it pings us and then you join. We'll let you in. We'll let you in. So next week, talking about calling, we hope you'll be with us on that episode. And we'd like to thank you for joining us today. If you want more information on the show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>